Hello, Syngapland. My name is Michael Gralia. Today is Wednesday, May 18th. No, it's Wednesday, May 17th. And tomorrow is Thursday, May 18th. As you can tell, I'm a little tired. It's been a long day. I got a lot going on in my life. We're moving. And so some of you might have noticed I'm a little more distracted than usual. But I had to get this podcast out. I've been thinking about this one for a couple days. And I really want to do what I said I would do in episode 104. This is episode 105. And, and tell you about the CHOP program and the natural history study there. Just to remind you, CHOP got a large grant a couple of months ago for about $25 million. And they're going to use that money to develop therapies for Syngap-1 and STXBP-1, right? So that's $12.5 million for Syngap-1. They're going to do some gene therapies. They're going to do some ASOs. They're going to do animals. They're going to do small molecules. Lots of stuff. And... Ingo Helbig is going to do a natural history study on Syngap-1. Ingo Helbig is one of the best pediatric neurologists in America, and he leads pediatric neurology at CHOP, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Let's keep going. Wait, Mike, you said we didn't need a natural history study because we had Citizen. Yes and no. We do have Citizen. Citizen's essential. You should sign up for Citizen. I said we weren't going to do a natural history study because guess what? They are bonkers expensive. I mean, millions and millions of dollars. And you've got to find a clinician to do it. You've got to get them to bid. You've got to negotiate price. And they have to fight their hospitals for time. They have to get rooms on certain days. And then they have to coordinate schedules between neurologists and physical therapists and speech therapists and developmental pediatricians. And I've always been like, oh, headache. We're not going to be able to raise millions and millions of dollars to do a natural history study in person. Let's just do Citizen. Citizen will get us so much data and we'll learn so much about the disease. And you know what? And it'll be a lot cheaper. And you know what? I was right. Citizen is still one of the best ways we can collect a lot of data. But you know what? If someone walks up to you and says, hey, would you like a Tesla for free? Here's the keys. I'm giving you a Tesla. Take the Tesla, right? I drive a Subaru. But if someone gave me a Tesla, I'd take the Tesla. So we've got a Subaru, guys. We've got a beautiful Forester. We have Citizen. It is a machine. It collects data, and it is useful, and we should all use it, and it benefits us. And industry's buying it. They value that data. But guess what? This donor, I love this analogy. I'm really going to run with this one. This donor that just gave CHOP $25 million to cure Syngap-1 and SDXBP-1, just gave us a Tesla. Because what Ingo Helbig has right now is the, the, the wind in his sails within the institution, right? Any clinician, no matter how good, no matter how senior, to get that dedicated space to do a study, to be able to secure the time as speech therapists, physical therapists, developmental pediatricians, neurologists, to be able to organize a natural history study would, would really have to get lucky. And would charge us, the patient advocacy group, millions with an S of dollars to do this over a long period of time. And guess what? Guess what Ingo Helbig just put together at CHOP at zero cost to SRF? Everything I just said. So here's the deal. CHOP is all in on curing two diseases, right? This program, END, E-N-D-D, -D, is the... Um, 
Epilepsy and Neurodevelopmental Disorder Program. This cute little, you know, we're going to end diseases. And, and what, what, what Ben and Ingo have said over there is this is the end of excuses. We're done with excuses. Oh, we need a natural history study. Oh, we can't afford gene therapy. Oh, wow, wow, wow. All these different reasons we have for not curing disease. No, no, no. We now have Pennsylvania, UPenn, CHOP, cross street from each other, this massive grant, and FOCUS, SYNGAP1, STXBP1. Cure these diseases. End of excuses. I love this. And so with that energy, with the collaboration with, with Ben Prosser and Mike Boland and all the incredible people over there, Liz Heller, Bev Davidson, I could go on. Ingo Helbig has been able to secure every Thursday a certain number of rooms, genetic counselors too, and genetic counselors, developmental pediatricians, speech therapists, physical therapists. At how much cost to SRF? Zero. All the coordination, all the overhead, covered, paid for. So what does this mean in, for us? What does this mean for families? What do we get out of it? Let's be honest. It's got to be worth our time. What are we being asked to give to it? And why do we care? Three questions. Totally fair questions. What do you get out of it? How many people have been to see a clinician and said Syngap and the clinician has just looked over at their computer like, oh, I got to Google that. Right here. Right? Well, you say, what? How do you spell that? No, 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 no. It is so nice to walk into a room and meet a clinician who has, um, who understands what Syngap is. Much less to walk into a room and to see a neurologist and then a developmental pediatrician and then a genetic counselor and then a speech therapist and then a physical therapist, all of whom know how to spell Syngap and have seen multiple other patients and have informed opinions about what is best for your kid. Just that, you should all be like, Mike, where do I sign up? Because every Thursday, that is going to happen at CHOP for two patients every Thursday. And if you want the best possible care for your Syngapian, you want to be one of those patients. And before you ask, even though it's the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, for this study, they will take all ages. Number one. Number two, they will also um, be collecting data and organizing a prospective natural history study as opposed to a retrospective, right? So Citizen was a retrospective natural history study. We've gathered all the data of things that have happened before. This will be, Ingo will see you, Ingo and team, Jillian McKee working with Ingo, will see you in January and then they'll invite you back in July and then they'll invite you back in January and they will gather data and they will watch the disease progress and they will understand this disease so that they will be able to design an incredible clinical trial for the therapies that are being developed at Penn. Guys, this is a huge deal. This is a huge deal. They are going to ask you for a blood sample. They are going to ask you for a VEEG. What is a VEEG? It's that thing where you basically looks like a hairnet. A lot of little nodes. You plop it on your head. You only have to wear it for 30 minutes. That's the cool thing about it. You only wear it for 30 minutes. And they get all the data they need. So you, so you get to go and see a dream team. It's organized for you. You show up on Wednesday. You go to bed. You wake up. Your day is booked. Boom, 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 boom. Like a machine. Throw the EEG on. Do the blood sample. You're out. And then you get invited back in six months. This is when somebody says to me, oh, Mike, I've got a doctor. I don't want to make my doctor mad because I'm seeing another doctor. 
there's no monogamy in neurology, guys. You you can you, you should keep your local doctor. If you've got a great doctor, that's great. Your local doctor should not be upset that you're going to see a world-leading expert and contributing to a natural history study. And if they are, replace them. They're not going to mind. Okay. So this is about getting another set of eyes, a team of eyes on your loved one with Syngap, ensuring that you're doing the most you can for them and contributing their data to a prospective natural history study. And why are we doing a natural history study? Because it's fun? Because people like to write papers? No. We're doing a natural history study because with that data, we will be able to explain to the FDA, this is what we're going to measure in a trial. This is why. And that will help us get therapies approved. Because remember, Penn is also working on small molecules, ASOs, gene therapies. So the headline is, do this to get the best care for your kid. Do this to contribute to a natural history study. Oh, by the way, Penn is developing ASO small molecules gene therapies. And guess what they're going to do when it's go time? They're going to recruit people into a trial. And if they happen to have seen you for the past year or so in a natural history study, and you qualify for the trial, do you think they'll call you? Maybe. Frankly, if I wasn't so exhausted from the craziness that is my life right now, I would be pounding on this table telling you guys to all sign up. But honestly, you should be smart enough to be being like, Mike, just tell us the email. We want to do this. We get it. We want our child seen by Ingo and team. We want to contribute this data. We want to be a part of making the future better for Syngapians. Email is n-e-n-d-d at chop.edu. Email them, copy me please, and say, hey, I'd like to sign up for the trial. My email, by the way, is mike at curesyngap1.org. We changed our email, pretty cool. Um, so email chop, I mean email n-e-n-d-d at chop.edu and copy mike at curesyngap1.org and say, hey, I want to take part in the trial. Guess what? If you've got insurance, they're going to take your insurance. They're going to build the insurance for the clinician visits. No big deal. If you don't have insurance, they'll figure it out. If you can do it, please go. So for those of you on the East Coast, get yourselves to Philadelphia. For those of us on the West Coast, kind of a long flight. I'm not sure I'm going to do it. I'll be honest with you. I love Ingo and team. I was just there. But putting Tony on a plane to fly to another time zone, Syngapians in other time zones doesn't end well. I think we should let the East Coast people do this. But if you want to go, go. One reason people might not go is money, right? So I just said they're going to charge insurance. I just said if you don't have insurance, they'll probably figure it out. They've got budget. But for some of us, these plane tickets and these hotels just present an expense that is not in our budgets. We get it. And what I will propose there, and we're going to have a board meeting about this soon, is that um, SRF should reimburse against receipts, reimburse reasonable travel costs up to some limit that we need to agree to. Why do I think SRF should do that? Start at the beginning. If we were paying for this study ourselves, it would cost us millions with an S. A day of clinician time, the coordinated time, the space, the data capture, the reporting on the end of it. 
Each one of these visits, if we took the budget for a natural history study, divided it by the visits, each of these days would be like 10,000 plus dollars. It'd be crazy. And if we don't use these spots, they just don't get used. This natural history study will go for one or two years and then it's over. Use it or lose it. And guess what? They're seeing two Syngapians every Thursday and they're seeing two STXers. And they know they have a lot more STXers over, than, over there than they do Syngapians. So if we don't show up, those spots are going to go to STX. I love STX. These are wonderful people. These are my friends. But I don't want to give them any spots. So the math for SRF is simple. If we want the best possible data in the hands of Ingo and team, and there's a family who needs us to buy a couple plane tickets and a hotel room and reimburse some meals, it's going to cost us like a thousand bucks. And for that thousand bucks, we get a $10,000 day of science and we get biosamples and Ingo gets better data. Gosh, that's so worth it. There is no reason that our children should not have therapies. This is the end of excuses. And SRF working together with CHOP and this incredible donor should make it possible for our patients to be a part of a prospective natural history study and to get exceptional care. So please email CHOP at end, E-N-D-D, at chop.edu and copy mike at curesingap1.org so I know you did it. And let them know you'd like to sign up for the study you're going to have to consent. There's going to be some surveys. You're going to have to fly there on a Wednesday, fly or drive there on a Wednesday, spend your Thursday there. Kid's going to get poked. Then you're going to come back and you're going to be tired. And then six months later, we're going to ask you to do it again. If you only want to do it once, that's okay. Do it once. I'm not asking you to sign up for six months for the rest of your life. I'm asking you to sign up once. And then once you've lived through it, be like, ah, oh, that wasn't so bad. I kind of like these people. Dr. McKee's pretty cool. Sam's pretty cool. That VEG thing was pretty cool. I'll go back in six months. This is the chance of a lifetime, guys. Let's take it. Now, if I had more energy, I could tell you about Sarepta and how they just got through the FDA on a biomarker. And I could tell you about Ultragenics and how they just expanded their trial on Angelman. I'm too tired to talk about that stuff right now. But they both just happened in the past week. And there are two more data points that support the hypothesis that this is real. Genetic therapies are getting approved muscular dystrophy. Trials are being expanded. Angelman. Syngap, Canon should be next. Chop end. And the thing that we can do right now to make sure that it happens as fast as possible is to email chop is to email end at chop.edu, copy mike at curesingap1.org, and say, hey, I'd like to sign up for the, for the natural history study. Let me contribute what I can to make the future better for my loved one and all the other patients we're going to find with Singap1. Let's do this. Thank you. <laughs>